Hey everyone, Matt Strapp, welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. This is your week nine serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups. Steve Alexander is with me as always. Steve, obviously the big story from over the weekend would be Luka Doncic turning his ankle in rather vicious fashion on Saturday night. Um, I had a very brief text exchange with you on Saturday night. You seemed you seemed distraught. Was I projecting or, or is that accurate? <laughs> I'm at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida with my family. Not really totally dialed into to basketball <laughs> 24-7. But I noticed that in my FanDuel match, uh, Luca had played two minutes and everybody else had played like six or whatever. And I was like, this is not good. And then I went to Roto World, found out he sprained his ankle. And it sounds like two weeks. Yeah, that, probably they're saying a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a rather vicious. I mean, he, a, I mean, he turned it. That's getting all your money's worth out of a, out of an ankle roll right there. He turned it pretty hard. So, you've got a two game week that we're just coming off of, which was really a one game week for Luca, and now you've got. Uh, two zero game weeks coming up. That's a tough three week stretch. So now let's play four times in week nine. So this obviously has some significant fantasy impact. So let's talk about the guys who, the guys, and I do mean plural because this is one of the, those rare fantasy injuries where Luca being out potentially you know elevates a, a number of players into relevance. That's how ball dominant he is for this Mavs team. So DeLon Wright is obviously a name that comes to mind. He played just eight minutes in his return return from a, an adductor injury on Saturday. He becomes a pickup if he's out there in your shallow league, 44% rostered. I'm just going to run through the names, Steve, and, and uh, you can tell me which ones you like the most. Uh, Maxi Kleba, 25% rostered. He had 17 points in that game on Saturday. Tim Hardaway Jr. had a massive stat line. Obviously, he was already on the radar, and I I don't know how much really higher he can soar than he he already has, kind of all over the place with value, but getting a big chance already for the Mavs. Maybe the biggest pickup yep. potentially, and I want to hear your thoughts. Is Jalen Brunson? No, I mean that's the that's the guy. Eighteen points, seven rebounds, eight assists, just eight percent rostered in Yahoo leagues. So there's an opportunity here. He was a big part of why the Mavs almost came back and won that game on Saturday. Had a, a wide open look from three to tie it in overtime and missed but you know he played a big part of it and he's a guy who has been fantasy relevant before so yeah i mean maybe maybe it's as simple as go see if brunson's available in your league i kind of think it is i mean when when lucas been out of the game this season for the most part it's been jalen brunson that's that's out there getting it done uh we all thought coming into this season it was going to be delon Wright. that just hasn't been the case got eight minutes the other night um i would rank the pickups in the luca fallout as brunson at one i'd i'd go hardaway at two and i think seth curry uh actually comes in at three and then and then delon Wright is behind all those guys because I mean, I, I don't really understand it. I was so high on DeLon Wright coming into the season. Yeah. I think most of us were, and we were all kind of excited about him. And it's just been a disaster. Like, they, Dallas just doesn't – they don't care about DeLon yeah. nearly as much as we do. And that's that's been made clear. And it's it's kind of sad because, you know, I like DeLon Wright. I still think he's a, he's a good player. But I think those other guys should be in front of him on your pickup list. 
So Seth Curry is the name that we haven't really hit yet, and he's 8% rostered, kind of proving to be a volatile option. He had 30 points in their game in Mexico City and then followed that up, I think, with six points in 19 minutes in the game where Luca left early. So, yeah, he would have been an obvious guy to potentially go off in that Saturday night game, but didn't. So, yeah, I don't really know what to make of Curry, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Curry's a must must own player. I think the pickup clearly is Brunson. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, Hardaway, and then if you want to get tricky and deep, then you're, it's, you're splitting hairs between DeLon and, and Seth. Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest. Like Hardaway being rostered in 36% of Yahoo leagues is in some ways a big number. I mean, if you're playing in a, a super competitive league, he's been gone already because he's been putting up numbers lately. So you may not even have that choice to make. Uh, all right, so so moving on from Dallas again, they play four times next week. So go see if Jalen Brunson is available in your league. Josh Hart, Steve, 33% rostered, had 20 points on Sunday, two steals with four threes. He's been dropped in a bunch of Yahoo leagues recently, and we talked about him a week or two ago as a guy who we should probably stick with, but clearly people have kind of been losing patience after that big game, a couple of double-digit games in a row. Is it time to pick up Josh Hart again? Well, you know, I've noticed that in Yahoo, there's a lot of streaming going on because you'll get those notifications like Josh Hart's been dropped by, you know, 13,000 Yahoo owners <laughs> or whatever. Um, but, you know, that always happens on a day off. And I think there's just a lot of streaming going on. I, for one, think Josh Hart is still a hold. Um, I think he has been, you know, anytime he's healthy, he's playing well. And he's one of the few Pelicans that I'm not really scared of or mad at. They go three games this week and then four games the week after that. It's a pretty good seven-game stretch for Hart. I think uh, I think he should be owned. So let's keep it in New Orleans for one more minute. Jackson Hayes is a guy we've talked about recently, still only 21% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. He went for 10.7 rebounds, three assists, and a block in 29 minutes on Sunday, and that's with Derek Favors back. So what do you make of this situation? I know you're high on Hayes. Does the Favors thing concern you at all in any way, or do you think it's just going to kind of be full steam ahead for the 19-year-old? Well, I've been preaching gloom and doom for the <laughs> New Orleans veterans for for some time now. Uh, the record's terrible. I'm worried about Drew Holiday. I'm worried about Derek Favors. Uh, Jackson Hayes, if he gets minutes and they just turn him loose, he's going to be super fun to own. I, I think we said a week or two ago, like, he, he's a great, now is the right time to go pick him up. And I still feel that way today. Like, now is the time to go get Jackson Hayes and let him go because I really think Derek Favors is going to be shut down at some point. Again, I've got concerns about Drew, not that he's a position relative to Jackson Hayes, but I I just don't see Derek Favors out there laboring for a team that is not even going to sniff the playoffs. I mean, if you look at Jackson Hayes' recent games – there really are not that many duds in that stat line. And he is playing, you know, close to 25 minutes most games. As I said, 29 on Sundays. So, yeah, I'm on board with Hayes as an ad. Let's let's go back to another bad team, Steve. Let's go to New York. Alfred Payton is a guy we've talked about recently as well. Just an update on him. 16 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists on Friday. He's played 30 and 27 minutes the last two games. Starting to kind of separate himself as the Knicks point guard of choice in that what's been a very murky point guard situation. It seems like Alfred is the guy to add and run with for the moment. 
You know, and I, I think if you watch, the, if you subject yourself to watching a Knicks game, they look different when Peyton's running the point. And I feel like had he been running the point and healthy all year, their record would be a little better. Their coach may still be there. There may not be so much gloom and doom. I think I think Peyton runs the offense better than Nilakina and Dennis Smith Jr. I don't think it's close. Um, he's finally healthy. He's finally ready to go. The Knicks go 3-3-3 three, three, three in the next three weeks. Not ideal, but not terrible. And um, I think it's time to pick uh, Alfred Payton up. Yeah, I mean, not ideal, but you also can't have everything. Like you're, It's rare that you're going to find that perfect intersection of games played and a guy playing well and Correct. you know everything lining up perfectly. I want to take a second to talk to you about the Roto World Football Podcast. As you know, Roto World is one of the biggest NFL news sites on the web. And the podcast gives the Roto World writers a platform to take a top-down look at the league's rosters and weekly matchups. Obviously, so much NFL analysis comes from former coaches or NFL players. Roto World Football has neither. Just a group that watches way too much football from their desks and obsesses over every single last detail. If you missed a game on Sunday, the Monday podcast is a great way to catch up on anything you might have missed over the weekend. They review every single game and moment from the NFL weekend by the writers who sat down specifically to cover that game. The rest of the week, they focus on game previews, the news that's altering the NFL landscape, and setting your perfect lineup for the fantasy playoffs if you are so lucky to still be going. New episodes drop on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you might be listening right now. Check out the Road to World Football Podcast. Marquis Chris is trending back up. He was cold. Now he's hot again. Two straight double-doubles, 12 points, 11.5 rebounds, 1.0 steals, 2.5 blocks in 24 minutes per game. Your thoughts on Chris as the Warriors embark on a two-game week in week nine, followed by a four-game week in week 10. He's cold. He's hot. That is the story of his career. <laughs> uh, a total roller coaster ride. Like Now that he's hot, you get excited. You'll pick him up, and then he'll, you know, he'll lay two, two eggs. Uh, and then you'll cut him, and then he'll get hot again, and somebody else will pick him up, and he'll lay two eggs. Like It's just, it's just who he is. But that Golden State schedule... Added to the volatility of Marquise Chris, I just can't, I just can't get on board. Two games this week, and then they go four, three, four, which is great. But then it's all threes for the almost the rest of twos and threes for the rest of the season with with a a four scattered in here or there later. So the schedule's not great. The um, just the makeup of that Warriors team, like we just don't know who's going to get it done from night to night. I think Marquise Chris could could finish the season in a flurry, but I just don't trust the guy. All right, Blake Griffin left early on Saturday due to left knee soreness. Do you like Christian Wood or Marquise Morris for a Monday pickup against the Wizards? And and I'll just mention here, Wood is has just been a per-minute monster. Double-double Saturday, 11 points, 12 boards at the block. His per-36-minute number is 21.4 points, 11.7 boards, 2.0 blocks, 1.53s. He somehow cannot get consistent minutes, but, man, when he plays, he's a monster. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying all it's going to take is for Blake Griffin to go down, and, and Christian Wood's going to be a beast. So the schedule's nice. They go 4-3-4 four, four the next three weeks. Uh, Blake Griffin's injury 
not that I root for people to get injured, but when he's down, it means Wood's going to be up. So that's that's a huge factor. Um, the only problem is that the Detroit Pistons are, are winning basketball games and are is somehow in the playoff hunt in the East, Matt. And <laughs> I didn't really see that coming. The fact that they're right there, they're knocking on the door, they're one game behind the Orlando Magic for the final spot. That means that they're going to keep playing Blake Griffin until they until they fall out of the playoff race. So that's the only downside here. But man, I really like Christian Wood's game. I think it's only a matter of time before he blows up. And you know, he's kind of like right there with Jackson Hayes for me for a guy who's available in so many leagues. Who like right now seems like the right time to pick him up. All right, Derek Jones Jr. is just 4% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. His last three games for the Heat look like this. 11.7 points, 5.0 rebounds, 2.3 assists, 2.0 steals, 0.7 blocks, and 1.03s. Heat are a little banged up. Goran Dragic out. Justice Winslow out. What do you think of Jones? I, You know, it's another guy you're a little wary of picking up just because Spolstra's rotation can be so volatile. But, yeah, are you willing to gamble on him uh, for this upcoming stretch for Miami? I think he may be below below the line that I'm willing to go uh, in on. Like, Duncan Robinson has had some big games. Uh, Tyler Arrow has had some big games. Kendrick Nunn is playing well again. All those things, to me, uh, not to mention Bam Adebayo throwing triple doubles up against your Atlanta Hawks. All of that leads me away from Derek Jones Jr. But I but I am intrigued. He, he fits the mold of this podcast because he is intriguing you know who else is intriguing is Aaron Holiday he had 23 points on Sunday in just 21 minutes six rebounds two assists two threes his third straight game uh, in double digits he scored 18 then 13 in his previous two games starting to really emerge as well I guess what I want to say is before he had momentum because Malcolm Brogdon was out Jeremy Lamb was out Suddenly, he's starting to kind of build momentum with those guys healthy and maybe becoming a kind of a bigger part of what the Pacers are doing. And 4% rostered in Yahoo leagues, you know, if you're playing in a deeper league and don't want to make a boring pickup and want to go for upside, I think Holiday is right there for me as, as a guy I'm trying to pick up. Yeah, I mean, it's really in- interesting because Brogdon's having a big year. Like, Jeremy Lamb is playing well. TJ Warren is putting up decent numbers. Doug McDermott even puts up numbers uh, every once in a while. And then Justin Holiday, Aaron's brother, has been playing pretty well. And then we've got um, Victor Oladipo eventually coming back. And I think that's the that's the thing that scares people away from Aaron Holiday. But like you said, he's been playing well. And even with Brogdon in there getting all that usage and all those minutes, Holiday's still been able to make a name for himself for most of the season. Um, I, I'm i kind of intrigued. I haven't picked him up anywhere. I don't know that I can fully pull the trigger. They go 3-3-3-3 three, 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 yeah, uh, over the next month. But, yeah, man, I mean, if you're in a deep league and Aaron Holiday's sitting there, I think you got to at least give him a look. I mean, he's sitting out there in the Roto World League, I think, right now, and if I had a roster spot, oh, no, he's not. He got picked up. <laughs> he got picked up. Uh, he was there until recently in the road. He might have gotten picked up actually just right here on. By you? No, he got picked up on uh, on this very day on Sunday. 
He got picked up before that big game. Anyhow, uh, I like him. 4% roster in Yahoo Leagues. Let's talk about a guy named Cam Johnson for the Suns. His last six games, 11 points, 4.2 boards, 0.7 steals, 2.73s in 27 minutes a game. He is a mere 3% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Do you have any interest in adding this guy? I like Cam Johnson. I have a little bit of interest in adding him. Four um, games. Four games this upcoming. They go 4-3-4. Yeah. Four, four. Yeah. So four game weeks in two of the next three, which is kind of exciting. You know, he's kind of playing behind Devin Booker, which is scary. And Kelly Oubre has been really, really good. So there, I don't think there's a huge window for him to jump through and start just going off every night. But... I do think Cameron Johnson is, especially with that schedule, is worth a look uh, in deeper leagues. All right. Uh, I think that's about all I got. Matt, one one other thing about Jackson Hayes. I will say uh, the, the league I'm in, the expert league I'm in, the Charity Stripe League has a, a limit on number of pickups. I got an email from the commissioner the other day that I was – quickly running through my pickups. I think we get like 40 and I've already burned like 28 or something. And uh, he's like, dude, you need to calm down. And I was like, you're right. I hate pickup limits. It's not like I'm streaming. I'm just making moves. But uh, right, right. even with all of that, I still made a move to get Jackson Hayes just because I feel like he needs to be owned right now. Uh, having said that, there's a guy guy named Chris uh, emailed me the other day and, and was asking for some advice. And uh, it wasn't necessarily about fantasy basketball, Matt. He, he wanted to know what to do <laughs> when he's got family in town at his house and various family members are balling out in the kitchen, uh, cooking turkeys and ham yeah, uh, and, and various, uh, you know, holiday goodies. I mean... I- for me, my reaction is I'd be worried if people weren't balling out in the kitchen. You know what I mean? At this time of year. Dude, you this... want people balling out in your kitchen. Yeah, you absolutely do. So you, don't, you want you don't want to be going to Waffle House for Christmas dinner. No. If so I think the answer to that question is you go join them. <laughs> you get down there in the kitchen, you ball out with them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I think that's about it for us. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you might be listening right now. Take a second to rate and review the show as well. We're back on Wednesday with the Whip Around episode. As always, Mike Gallagher is back on Friday hosting the show. Uh, I think that's it. Everyone, thanks for listening. Steve, thanks for taking the time, man. We will talk to you soon. Get well soon, Luca.